Welcome back to Brews with the Homies. This is your host, Brews with D, bro. I got my co-host here, Brews with JB. How's it going, JB? Pretty good, you know. We got some exciting stuff to talk about this week. We got a new beer we've been waiting to try from Fittins. It's Use It Up. And, man, we kind of talked about it in the other episode. We want to kind of get back into, you know, just having beer conversations. And, you know, talk about relevant events you know sports especially golden knights some drama happening trades oh, don't don't get me started with that but you know a better way to describe all that i think this is called for beer talk we'll call oh, this yeah. we'll call this segment beer talk with the homies even better i love it even better yeah, that was well. that was perfect. perfect yeah so we're gonna start off by t- talking about the beer of course fittings this like jb said use it up it's a double ipa it has a 7.9 abv joseph what is abv just like your alcohol percentage you know like how much you're gonna get and a lot of people are used to that like four or five percent but once you get into craft beer man you could get all the way up to quintuple we talked about it last time pure projects quintuple at 15 percent you know there's plenty of stouts out there ranging from 12 to 18 or above so so just to give everybody a kind of a heads up fittings is located in albany new york so for you guys out in new york that want to be able to try try to get your hands on it let us know tag us in photos but enough talking about the beer let's let's drink it and yeah. give our little review and then let's go from there Wow. I had to go back for a second one. Ooh. So just a little background why I'm so excited about this. We love Monkish. We've talked about it before. We post a lot of Monkish. And this was like the up and coming brewery. Like everyone says, this competes with Monkish. It's a top end brewery. The IPAs are fantastic. And they just make bangers. So we had to get our hands on some to try. and. Can I tell you, this does not remind me of a Monkish. No. It reminds me of Pure. Hmm, okay. It reminds me of an East Coast version of Pure. You know why? It's that piney taste. Yeah. And the, the reason why, it reminds me of their Bonsai series. Okay. It reminds me of their Bonsai series. I It's the piney taste that I get. It's a little bit, you know, it's smooth, but I, I taste more of the piney than I do anything. Yeah, and that's kind of those flavors that are known for it. it's like smooth creamy but the citrus and piney hit the nail on the head with that pineyness just the color of it's beautiful it's like that just nice hazy color you got that little bit of goldenness to it i mean super drinkable we were talking about this before we got on 872 check-ins on untapped at a 4.45 very highly rated it's a delicious one to try with definitely recommend this monkish mm-hmm. and for a lot of people this is going to be one of their tops and it's going to be that east coast versus west coast battle sports everything people just like to rep their you know coasts and i think this one definitely could compete with anything on the west coast easily uh, i agree with you on that one speaking about this little east coast west coast and good ratings Let's get into this little drama that you and I have been going on for the last couple of days about. And for you guys, we are hockey fans. We are average sport, avid sports fans here. 
and our favorite hockey team is the Golden Knights. They are very, very frustrating in the last, what, five months? Yeah. The last four months have been very frustrating to watch, very frustrating to follow. I'm pretty sure our GM is has the best plug in the world because I, I just want to <laughs> ask him, who's your plug? And the reason why I say that is, for you guys that aren't hockey fans, is we traded a future Hall of Famer, a three-time Stanley Cup winner. He just won the best goalie award out of all the goalies in the NHL. And guess what the Golden Knights did? We traded this mother trucker for nobody. When I say nobody, we got a contract back, and we said, you know what, we'll just hold the contract. You guys keep the player. So we literally gave up the best goalie in the NHL right now, a Hall of Famer, the guy that's tied in third in all-time wins, and, like, it, what, he's number three on shutouts? Yeah, career I, shutouts? Like, bro, what the hell is going on? Like I said, I want to know who that guy's plug is. Yeah, it's just, it blows my mind. I used to be a Penguins fan before the Knights, you know, came out to Vegas, and let me tell you, to see Flurry in action, magical. He's a great goaltender, and he just puts up Hall of Fame numbers. At this point in his career, doing so well, won multiple Stanley Cups, and you're going to do him like that? So the only thing is, is that Joseph did bring up that I forgot to mention. He is 36 years old. But if you watched him play this year, this is the best anybody has ever seen this man play. If you ever, you're like, man, who's this Marc-Andre Fleury? Why are they, t-? like like drooling all over him just stop right here go go on youtube type in top 10 mark andre Fleury saves and let me tell you those saves are incredible the windmill the jump across from the other side of the paint and stealing the goal there's like points where he just comes out and just poke checks people it just like there's saves that this guy does that is just so freaking magical gets the crowd going gets everything going me and my girlfriend we were at game three against the colorado avalanche at home first game 100 percent capacity and let me tell you i sat behind that guy for the first period and the third period. And let me tell you, some of those saves that I saw in person, and I've been to multiple games where he's played, and like, yes, I've seen some great saves, but that game was just magical. Some of the saves that he was able to do, able to just stop and just intimidate the other team, does wonders. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It, it just, it's mind-blowing. You would have think they would trade him back to the Penguins, get an asset, or unload another contract with him. But I mean, I know it's seven million, but you take it this year. You just you go through it, get him on a cheaper deal the next year, and you keep this team with a solid one-two punch. If you're going to go in that direction, do we think that should have been the case? That that's no. up for debate. I think that if you're trying to win a Stanley Cup, you do it with him, and you figure out the future after. Yeah. We could have made a lot of different moves. And to trade him, and then for today to not have any substance or big trades lined up or talked about or even like put big out signings. There was 
like I, I get it. If you got rid of Flurry because he's seven million, you yeah. got another year or two left on his deal. He's thirty six years old. There were a lot of good quality goaltenders available. Yeah. There's Holpe who won with the Caps against us. I I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. There's uh, Drew Grubauer from the Avalanche who played phenomenal. You also had um, Carey Price. Carey Price was available. We. We didn't do nothing. I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't want Carey Price for the contract, but I mean, there's just there's options. There's, there, there was a lot of options out there on the table, and then today we witnessed the Avalanche and the um, and the Coyotes yeah. trade a goalie, and guess what the Avs got in return? A first round pick, a second round pick, and a defenseman. Yeah. How come we couldn't get that? Yeah, and, it, and that's the thing. It's we put ourselves in this situation because the Knights were being very aggressive on the salary cap and trying to make plays, and now teams know they're desperate. They're not willing to work with them as much. And well, it also helps that we, in the expansion draft, we finessed a lot of teams. Yeah, and so I mean, just, I mean, when I say we finessed, we were like, hey, we're going to take your top player, or you give us this player in a draft pick. Yeah. They're like, okay, okay, we'll give you this player in the draft pick. And everybody was so scared. Everybody was so worried that we're going to take their player – they didn't play it well. And, like, the Penguins, I bet you the Penguins now are kicking themselves because they had a pick between, at that time, a young Matt Murray yeah. and a Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury there at the end there did show a little age, but he just won them the Stanley Cup. He came in and saved Jari's butt, came in, closed it out in Game 7. That's why I call him Mr. Game 7. He's the man. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just Fleury... Plays big in the moment. He's saved the Knights multiple times. Throughout this season. Yeah. Just, just this season alone. There's so many moments where he has bailed us out, where he saved us the games. And that's just in the last couple of months. Yeah. That's not over his whole career. Like, we just traded our best player for nobody. We got our second best player back on a deal, which I'm super excited for, Alex Martinez. Because yeah. that guy, he played out of his mind and granted he played that whole playoffs with a broken foot he led the team in blocks he led the team in almost in minutes like dude was even scoring as a defenseman he was our leading goal scorer in that series against the uh canadians yeah and like and i think that most defensemen play better theodore pietrangelo when they're with alex martinez it makes a big difference oh of course and, and you see the just leadership that when he won a couple of the kings like there's just a lot of great things the for that signing goal to win the stanley yeah, cup exactly. like a player like that that's a player you want to have on your team he's been there he does it he's done it he knows how to get the best out of his team like he comes up big in those moments. That's somebody that I would definitely pay attention to, and I'm glad that we got him back because I would hate to see him go against us because exactly. that would be – me and you would be sitting there going, dude. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, we'll kind of transition to something else after this, but the last, like, closing points is the Knights haven't made any big moves. If you're going to give up someone like Flurry, that caliber, a leader of your team, the fans, the city love Flurry. And rightfully so. Like they loved him in Pittsburgh. They loved him here. People from Pittsburgh continued watching their Knights fans because of Flurry. And just to go down that road, if you don't win a cup this year, there will be backlash. If you don't win it next year, even more backlash. I think it gets worse if you don't can, win these two years. Can I tell you 
a lot of people don't understand this. The people are like, oh, you guys just got a team. You guys don't know anything about sports. Let me tell you. Fans out here in Vegas are the most ruthless fans you can ever meet. Back in the day when UNLV was on top with Jerry Tarkanian, we were riding high. My dad is was out here as a kid in those moments. That's all he talks about. My uh, grandma, my mom, everybody, that's all they talk about was how great UNLV was. But then once they started mistreating the players, once they start doing this Excuse my French. This bullshit, like how the Knights have been doing players, people stop buying into you. And people will stop paying that top dollar thing. And a lot of people out here in Vegas, from our news people, from uh, really good friends of mine that are season ticket holders, they've said that this is the last straw with the Knights. If they continue to do their players wrong like this, they can no longer support them. And this town is a front-running town, meaning if you're winning, we'll support you. If you're losing, you're treating the players like shit, you're doing this, that, and the next thing, this town will chew you up and spit you out. And a lot of people don't realize that. People are like, Vegas, oh, you guys don't have any locals. You guys don't have any fans. Oh, trust me, we do. And when UNLV was great for basketball, when we had Long Kruger, Tarkanian, Sean Marion, all those guys here, that's when they were treating people right. If you look at UNLV, Dave Rice was treating the players bad. He had a horrible record. Look what happened. Nobody goes to the games. I think the most they had games this year was probably like 500 people. And that arena sells out for USA basketball, concerts, everything. So what I'm saying is this GM better be careful because his days are starting to get numbered. And when your days are numbered out in this town, you can't find nothing else out here. Yeah, and just a quick example of that was in the playoffs where – we were booing, you know, we were sick of the power play failing. We're sick of seeing the same thing over and over and the Knights just coming up short. There's always an excuse. There's no accountability. When is that next step? Yeah. When are we going to, and if there's a cup within the next year or two, people, hey, we'll forgive you this time. But I still think Vegas fans won't forget. We've seen in the past with the Wranglers, they were so close to winning. They almost had their opportunities. They had great teams, but then they started treating players wrong. And yeah. the t- people just basically turned on them. And we're going to see that happen if the Knights... I I predict if we don't win a Stanley Cup this year, we see a firing in a new front I think, office. I think we clean house. And I yeah. think the only person that stays might be McPhee, but I think his days are numbered as well. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but I think his days are numbered because our owner, Bill Foley, he he made a promise to Flurry that he was going to finish his career here. He was going to be, that's it. And the GM turned on that and pretty much made our owner eat his words. Yeah. And our owner came out, what was it, yesterday, yeah. saying that this is not what he wanted, but I guess this is what we have to do to win. Yeah. And you can tell by that statement that he did not approve. Yeah, and the thing is, like, if we don't win, he's going to clear house and offer Flurry, I think, a spot back next year. And I don't complain. I don't, I don't blame him. I would I, don't blame him. I would do that. So it's just will Flurry accept that? A second stab in the back? I you know, the first stab in the back was hard enough and I think a lot of fans hated that and you know, no disrespect to Leonard. He's done a lot of great things and this will kind of segue into our next topic. But Leonard's a great goalie. But you know, we've talked about it, uh, Debra and I, about how he just hasn't had the opportunity to perform big in games. 
He's an average goalie in terms of statistics. He hasn't done anything special. Granted, he hasn't been a starter. He hasn't had a full team behind him, but that doesn't excuse his play. He's been disappointing in multiple occasions. I he mean, allowed the Avalanche to score what seven goals in game one. Yeah, we that's that's not much that we yeah. want to get into because we can go on forever. But so there's no dig to him in the terms of we think he could do well. He and we think, but will he be a flurry? I don't think so, and I don't think that's a point that we, we can get into today. Yeah, but. We respect him off the ice, what he brings to the table for the Knights, his Most open definitely. transparency with the big thing going on with the Olympics. With So one of the big things is, is Robin Leonard has been known. He's taken a season off of hockey for mental illness, and he's a big advocate for mental illness. And after Fleury got traded, Robin Leonard came out and came out and said that he's bipolar. He deals with mental illness. He deals with a lot of things that a lot of NHL players aren't comfortable with talking. He talks about how he sees um, a psychiatrist, how he's on medication, how he's trying to better himself. And a lot of people in that tweet, when I looked a couple hours ago, had seven or it was like 6,000, almost 7,000 replies of people can like, can like saying thank you because there was a lot of people talking about mental illnesses that they had and now with the olympics with simone biles the best american gymnastics just uh, gymnastics person she she withdrew from the olympics for mental illness she yeah. said she's at Honestly, she's the best gymnastics person we've ever had in history. She's at that level where she carries herself at, at such a high standard, and it's finally taken a toll on her. And you know what? I am glad that she's stepping into the limelight of saying, hey, I need to work on me. I can't do this. I can't be my perfectionist without that. And like, it's kind of crazy, but that's kind of like the Kobe, like the Mambo mentality. Like, Kobe. Like, he talks about it. He took care of his mental. Yeah. Like, a lot of the things that you do is a lot of mental. And if your mental's not right, you don't perform at your top level. As, like, for me as a as a former high school basketball player, middle school and all that, like, days that where I was not doing well mentally, my game suffered because my mind was elsewhere. And that does take a toll on you. And I could, like, I'm here supporting Simone Biles. I'm here supporting Robin Leonard. Even though, like, sports-wise, I might not agree with Robin Leonard, but off the ice, I 110% support him. Yeah. All my digs are not as him as a person. It's him as a, as a player, as somebody that, you know, I cheer for my team. And, I guess, I'm a little harsher on my team because it's my team, you know? But at the end of the day, off the ice, as a person... All those people deserve nothing but respect. And if you're somebody that does not respect somebody's mental health, then I have no nice words for you. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's so important because everyone wants to talk about, you know, oh, Kobe wouldn't have done that. MJ wouldn't have done that. Tom Brady. Look, it, it's a whole different situation. And this is something we talked about. It goes back to video games, sports, even in general in life. To be able to put yourself in other people's shoes, perspective, to understand situations. Tom Brady's never had a go. If he's having a rough day, he's not putting his life on the line all because he's having a bad mental day. Jordan, Kobe, 
if they are having a bad mental health day, they can still go out there, you know, not play as well. It's not going to cost them their lives. Golfers, you know, having a bad day, it's not going to cost you your life. We're talking about a gymnast that's performing at a level that's so above other people that we've seen, I think it was the Olympic Committee or the um, International Olympic Committee, I, I don't know the exact one, but I was reading that they wouldn't give her more points because of the difficulty of stunts she was doing because she was just at such a high level. They wanted to keep the playing field basically even. And that's how good she is. And for anyone to say, well, for her to pull out of the team event and to be like, I'm not going to give you the best possibility to win and I don't want to take that away from you guys, is just the maturity, the respect. That shows how much she cares about her teammates, well, how much she cares about her life. But at the same time, you don't want to take away from your teammates. Yeah, they well, have an opportunity to do great. And the best thing is, is after she pulled out, she was still on the sidelines with her teammates, giving her teammates the support. And most people were like, oh, she's making this all about her. She's doing a political stuff. No, dude. She's doing this for her own well-being. Because if she is not there mentally and say she misses a beam, she's landing on her neck. She could be paralyzed. She can be putting herself at risk. Like, she has a future. She has a family. She has all these things like we do. You are sitting here at home, never being in a spot where you have to perform as high as she does because of the level that she sets for herself. And if she can't feel like she's not performing at that because of her mental health, please let her be, let her get her stuff going. If you're not supporting her and you are not gonna be the fan that understands, don't say anything at all. Because if you don't understand, don't try to understand. Yeah. Because and, nobody knows what she's going through besides her. And Pat McAfee and uh, Michael Phelps made great points. And especially Michael Phelps. He's been there. He's had the whole country rooting for him. He's wanted, you know, he's everyone the most decorated Olympian in American history. history. And they, you know, the whole thing was he's like respectful. He can't, he's just full of support for her because he understands. He even said he contemplated suicide with all the pressure that he had. And that's something like just to fathom. Tom Brady has never had to carry the weight of the whole country on his shoulders. Michael Jordan, Team USA, they dominated. They had such a great roster. It wasn't all on him. You know, imagine being an individual sport. Yes, you have the team aspect, but think about it. Phelps has felt that pressure. Simone Biles has felt that pressure. And to have the weight of the country and over and over again just to compete and bring gold, 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 you, it just it takes a toll. Yeah, and it does. She's done great. She's already gotten us plenty of medals. She's, hey, they're whole advocating for the whole sport and gymnasts to be able to speak against the terrible things that were done to them yeah. and their team. There's nothing that could take away from her legacy. Nope. Even if she just withdrew completely, didn't want anything to do with the Olympics, there's nothing you could say or convince anyone otherwise that she is the go in terms of gymnastics and doing such greatness to bring awareness to her sport and to possibly other sports and to make other people feel brave enough to speak against bad actions and mistreatment. And we, that's what we want as a society and America needs to strive for greatness and if we want to be a great country winning goals we got to do things off the field off the sports yep to contribute to that so yeah. we can sit here and cheer for somebody that represents our country but as soon as they do something for them oh they're selfish they're doing a political thing no they're doing something that 
all Americans need to do sometimes is take a step back and relax. Get yourself right. Don't try to sit here and push through a lot of things. Because when you push through a lot of things, you just make things a lot worse. You got to take a step back. You got to self-reflect. You got to identify what the issue is. And I, I like... I agree with Pat McAfee. I agree with Michael Phelps. She needs to do her thing. And guess what? In two years, three years, when the Summer Olympics comes around, she's going to come back out and she's going to do her thing, hopefully. And I would hate to see her, from this experience, take a toll on her. I would hate to see it. And even if she just walks away after this, there's nothing wrong with that. So that way, you know, she could you know take the time she needs to do better and better herself because that's what we want we don't want her to have a career and or just life-threatening injury you know she could be paralyzed and it takes one mishap and she could it's happened before in the past where olympic gymnasts have rushed back and had a mishap and they're paralyzed and they uh i forget the the um woman's name but she died at 46 because she was paralyzed Mm -hmm. from a mishap and you would hate to see that and you would people should feel guilty if they're trying to put that pressure oh she should have performed she should have hurt herself or put her life in jeopardy so so now this is kind of getting toward a little limit point here so with this segment of talks with the brew or what was it beer talk with the homies yeah Yeah. beer talks with the homies if you want to if you have a topic for us for any time we do this segment please dm us please comment what segments you guys want to hear from us what our opinions are we would love to have these conversations and just talk over some brews i know we just had um Man, I am just the fit-ins use it up. Yeah, yeah we just enjoy just, that one. Man, I'm just I'm heated up. I I forgot what beer we had. I know when you get into these topics, it's just the passion, you know, the, the great conversations, yeah. and so you know, next week when we get into it, we'll go a little bit more into some beer topics. Um, we're reading uh, a few beer books, so we'll throw out some topics there. Talk about some different beers, yeah. um, and kind of our goal is we're gonna read. We're gonna release because we got the logo completed. We're gonna post it right after this on the Instagram uh, at Bruce WTH Bruce with the homies. We're gonna post it up on there. We're gonna post last week's podcast first, and then on Saturday we're gonna release this one. So that way, kind of have a nice little one-two. You can kind of see the different things of what we want to yeah. go, and then probably next week we'll do a two-release also to where we'll do our original, the first one we did because we're kind of playing with the format seeing what we like but at some point we want to get those out there because there was some great things talked about and what we like personally so yeah if you guys have any suggestions make sure to like us follow us at uh, bruise with jb we're gonna have bruise with d bro is getting made as we speak yep logo's done for him too so we'll have everything ready to go make sure to follow us Comment, you know, send us DMs on what beers you want us to see, or, or talks or with Bruce with the or talk or ho- beer talk with beer the talk with the homies. <laughs> man, I gotta write this down. But I appreciate you guys tuning in. Please like, subscribe, follow us on all of our socials, and we'll see you next week.